Okay, so have you ever sat down and thought about like old stuff? Like something just came across and it jogged your memory. You were just like, oh my God, I cannot believe I haven't thought of this song in forever. Well, the party was nice, the party was bumping. And everybody having a ball. Until the fellas started him calling. How are you doing, everyone? So, everything's going great. Today is Wednesday. Fun. And guess you know what we can, we can talk about. First, I want to see how you guys are doing. I'm doing pretty well. Enjoying my week. A lot of new stuff coming out. A lot of fun, geeky stuff. Um, let's get a quick rundown, because I do want to talk about... I want to talk about DC fandom, but we're going to talk about that last. Um, first, let's talk about... Have you guys been watching Lovecraft Country? Um, we just watched episode two, which was a two-parter, I guess, with episode one. And, I mean, there's some stuff going on. I mean, I have a lot of questions. They have a podcast, um, an after-show podcast that breaks down, um, you know, what's going on in Lovecraft Country. So they talk about the show, they talk about the book, they talk about how it relates, they talk about how it relates to the times. Um, so if there's anything that you don't know, I would really look at that. They also have a writer, um... I'm like a blog writer and everything and a podcast host also on it and they also have one of the writers for the series on it um i just started listening so i'm bad as far as like names but i would say really check it out um it can be found i found it on both spotify and apple so i was like oh yay because i let me tell you something we're going to talk about three episodes the episode after next um because i want to give people time to kind of watch them so we can break it down then but it child it's gonna be crazy um new mutants is coming out this friday the friday that we're in this week for new mutants is coming out um i spoke to you guys about it for love that story loved the tale of it loved literally how it's going and literally i am beyond excited um i know there's been a lot of talk about it everything from racial stuff to them not being the correct color or you know the right that but what's funny is they actually cast appropriate the appropriate race for people so i know we have a thing about colorism and things like that but i just think we need to watch it see how it goes you know we can only ask for you know we can be angry or whatever but you can you can be upset you can have your opinion but at least you know they went out and they actually got the races of the people that they were looking for so they got bobby's race and danny's native american and all of that i think the biggest talk about it is the fact that they pushed back, Disney pushed back, you know, all their movies. New Mutants is still going out there. So I'm super excited. I'm super excited for it. I really hope it does well. Mainly because I don't want it to be another of the X-Men franchise that just didn't go well. That didn't shoot well. Because I think a lot of us are excited for, you know, we love the X-Men. We love everything that they're about. We love, you know, they touch so many, many places. And this is like, as far as all the other teams go, it's the second team. If you read the comic books... You know, there was the X-Men, you know, they, you know, they were pretty much adults at that, well, adults, young adults at that time. They weren't really students when you had Polaris, Polaris and Storm and all of them. They were pretty much adults and international citizens. So when we went back to where they came from, you know, we got Danny and Cannonball, all of them and students. So I can't wait to see that. I'm kind of hoping it goes well because my plot, I told you, is basically to have a shield around the school and then when it comes down, we're in the Marvel Universe. So, you know, hey, first mutants in the Marvel Universe. I'm all for it. Bring them in. Um, there's a new trailer show, Lockheed. So, I'm super excited about that. So, it's going to be uh, 
I'm super excited. Like, I really can't wait for the movie to come out. It comes out August 28th. Um, it will be in theaters, and I don't, I haven't heard any plans about it coming to Disney Plus or Hulu, but I'm excited about it. It looks really good, but you know how those X-Men movies are such a, they'll look great, and then, I don't know, because you know what, X-Men Infinity didn't look good from the get-go, so, and I've written that movie up. What's bad is, okay, let's talk about X-Men Phoenix real quick. That was the last X-Men movie, and Jennifer Lawrence was not here for it, so that's probably why she got put out first, because she apparently she just didn't want to be mystique like why be mystique and not be blue but well i feel like people have said that so um sophie turner was an amazing jean gray i really wouldn't mind if they cast her again maybe they throw in you know a little madeline Pryor, you know sinister you know do a little movie give her a little something to work with i'm excited for sophie but sophie turner if you hear this i'll start a bandwagon for you let's get it going let's, let's... i don't even like jean gray that's the funny part if she can go blonde and look good, she can be in the frost. What I'm here for. If you could see my face, you would see that I'm here for it. Literally. Um, let me think. So that's coming out. I'm super excited about it. Like, I really am like, I don't know. I'm just super excited. Like, like I'm really excited. I'm hoping more comes out of it. I really do. Um... Let me try to think about what else that I'm looking forward to. Because um, not too much is being gone. I know that they just cast Zac Efron in the remake to Three Men and a Baby. I don't remember seeing that. So maybe I'll watch it again and see how that goes. Um, I just started my yearly rewatch of Yu Yu Hakusho. Woohoo! If you haven't not seen it, I really would. It's a great anime. It's a classic. It was, built, it was made in 1992. Um, it does not, if you've ever heard of the three episode rule, and if you don't know it, this is the three episode rule. The three episode rule is basically you watch three episodes of a TV show to see if you like it. Um, you don't watch the initial episode because the initial episodes are normally the pilot episode. And the pilot episode traditionally is the episode where they kind of throw everything in or they don't do certain things. There's always a huge part of the pilot missing because they're trying to sell the TV show. Um which is really different now because now when you have streaming services and things like that, if they know when they create the show, they're going to drop it all at once. A lot of times you don't end up with the pilot. So a lot of times you end up with a show that literally leads into everything. Um, but back in the day, that's what it was. You would literally watch the first three episodes because you knew that first episode it was a game, but the first episode was either going to be great and the rest of the show was going to be trash or the first episode was going to be trash. And then the rest of the episode was going to be great. Um, so normally, the three episode rule was created so everybody watches three episodes Yu Hakusho is different because it's based on a manga and they kind of knew where it was going so the first couple episodes for me are pretty slow I know a lot of people like it but if you don't watch it you won't get a lot of the characters like Kuwabara shows up and you see the basis for him Keiko's there and you see the basis for her she's like the love interest um Yusuke you kind of learn his traits and everything about who he is from just the first few episodes so you get a lot of you know gist from it so I really do enjoy that. So I watch that every single year. So I normally watch that. Trigun, um, Outlaw Star, and all of that. I'm current on a bunch of other shows. And then I kind of mix that in with everything else that I'm watching. Because um, right now I'm watching like One Piece um, weekly. I'm watching the redo of Digimon. I'm watching ReZero. I'm watching God of High School, Food Wars, um, Shadowverse, a bunch of stuff. And we'll break it down throughout the season. Um, because some of those shows are coming to a close. Some of those shows are hitting, like, their big stuff in second seasons. So it's doing a lot of stuff. But that's not what we're here for today. That's not why we're here. Today we're here 
because we want to talk about DC fandom. So we're going to go through literally everything that we saw. We're going to go through all our opinions and all that. So we'll take a quick little break. Guys, we'll hit add real quick. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about that. So let's see here. All right. So let's break down the craziness of DC fandom. So I'll tell you how it went. It's literally I logged in. Logged in DC fandom. And I was like, okay, I'm curious how this is going to work. Is this even going to go the way that it needs to go? I, I logged, you log into the site. It was like www.dcfandom.com. You logged in, you waited. I told myself, I said, I'm going to give it like, I came in like 10 minutes before. It happened around 1 p.m. Eastern time. So I got myself a little drink and got myself together, lined myself up, turned the TV on to like um, music or whatever. And I had my laptop prepared, you know, to watch it. Because apparently it was better to watch on your page than it was to, wa to watch on your computer than it was to watch on your phone. Excuse me. So I go in. We go log in. We do all that good stuff. First panel they show. the You know, Aisha Tyler is pretty much like our um, matron of ceremonies. Do you call it matron of ceremonies? Is that what we would call her? She's, she's the big wig in charge. She's the lady. There was and there was a lot of people from vast different areas and I know the DC from what I hear they're huge in Brazil so they had a lot of people there too and then Australia and a bunch of other stuff um, Estelle was there I'll talk to you about that too but it was just a lot of good stuff going on so the first panel that we went through was Wonder Woman and we got to talk to the cast they got to talk to us we got to see a bunch of surprises it was sort of like Comic Con where they threw the surprises because I guess they knew they had to we were waiting this long but the biggest surprise that they had was Linda Carter. Um, and Linda Carter talked about how she had a daughter who now can look at Gal and see, you know, just see the amazing. She's like, you know, I see from, you know, what, you know, all the Gal stuff that's going on and everything to see with Wonder Woman with her. I see, you know, why people love Linda Carter. Because to be real, she's a Wonder Woman. She should be in the next movie. Make her a politician. Make her some. First of all, she should have been a politician in the first place. But we're not going to talk about that. Because that's another gist of whatever's going on there. But we also got to see the uh, the last trailer i'm guessing i'm guessing it has to be the last trailer a lot of it was longer versions of what we saw before like we saw if you saw the first the first two trailers you saw like um steve chris pine's character walk up to a trash can throw things away we get to see how he got into that outfit into the clothes you got to see everything the most you got to see though was kristen wig move from sort of the geeky sort of side to be cheetah and in the final moment you got to see cheetah but you got to see her wear like this amazing black dress you got to see her look really you know make that change and i'm guessing from what it seems that the wish because apparently it's about wishes and there's an artifact that can give you you know everything you wish for and it's impacting the world so that's kind of the i guess that's something to do with it just to do it but she wished to be sort of like diana to have sort of what she had and to not be and she says a line in the trailer where she says she doesn't want to be, she wants to be a predator. She wants to be the apex predator. And I'm guessing whatever the stone is, chose the apex predator as the cheetah. So that's what she ended up as. So we saw that. There's a bunch of other panels. Um, Next was the video game panel, which was a surprise for everyone because it was the Gotham Knights. And we got a trailer where Batman dies and the Bat family 
which let's talk about that the bad family shows up and it's barbara and everybody's getting the gist first of all nobody for some reason i'm watching online and people are reacting to it they're talking about it nobody realized that was jason like is jason not that popular like jason's the red hood is he not that popular he even has his own team in the red hood and the outlaws so i do not get why he's not that popular i mean he's running around with you know bizarro so i don't get it i don't know but granted he just got a he just got a book cancel so i guess that says a lot too um but no we came through and they showed the trailer for that for gotham knights and like i said they showed the bathroom so they showed robin they showed nightwing they showed batgirl and they showed the red hood um at first i thought it was damien in the game which is not i'm not a fan of damien batman's son but no it was tim drake because he had the bow staff because and the only one we know is because they showed footage from gameplay i actually like the gameplay it has some things that need to be like I don't know about the numbers things like that, but I do like how they have the co-op to play and they have like the battles and things so I like it so far I can only get better I know it's probably going to be on PS5 and the Xbox X so we will see on that because I'm hoping um I'm still not buying that system day one but I'm for it it's really great um, I think the biggest announcement is one of the secret ones that they had, which I don't understand how it was secret when I heard about this one. I'm trying to look at the website because I cannot remember what it was, but I saw that they were going to have a milestone panel. So I was super excited. I was like, okay, so if they have milestone panel, then hopefully they'll announce um, something major. We got a couple of announcements. They, Jim Lee and Phil Lamar and a bunch of people um, who worked on milestone announced that milestone is coming back they're bringing hardstone they're bringing back icon they're bringing ecstatic bang babies rocket all of them um they're gonna bring them back in a line in february 2021 um and they're also prior to that they're going to get all the old stuff online so you're gonna be able to you know read any of the backstories read how you know all of them came to be read stories like i remember i had a story i was just telling somebody the other day i had a story with rocket who had to stop being a hero because she got pregnant, you know, teen pregnancy. So DC has really been working on those stories for a while. And, you know, even Milestone had a few. Cause you gotta remember, you know, Arsenal had, was on drugs and Speedy, when she showed up, she had HIV. So, you know, and they've done Batman, spoiler, got pregnant. So there's been a bunch of things. So that's gonna be there. So I was super excited about that. And the biggest announcement outside of that was, you know, earlier I said Milestone's come back. You're like, what else big could they say? Static is in discussions for getting a movie developed, so we're super hyped for that. I'm shooting for my boy Cleo Thomas. I actually follow him on Twitch and on Instagram. Hilariously funny. It's crazy, and he actually responds to like his crowd because I really like Twitch people that do that. But that's just a funny quirk. So Milestone's coming back, so I'm super excited about Milestone, um, especially with Dwayne McDuffie and how he was so involved with that and so involved with the Justice League and so involved with just comics in general. When I look towards and there's Jonathan Hickman and Scott Snyder and all of them but the OG you know I still love Dwayne McDuffie and I still love um you know um Stan Lee and I still love Chris Claremont and Jim Lee and even as bad even as cuckoo as he can be sometimes I still love Rob Liefeld so just you know thinking about the fact that their legacy gets to keep going and keep going so hopefully people will jump on this like they jumped on black panther because we need more static we need a static show we need you know cw you know get greg Belanti to go ahead and create a, a milestone tv show you know now you know next door to 
Next order Black Lightning. You know, who over there? Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Get it. Give me some ideas. Um, let's see. There's a bunch of other stuff that was in there, like so many different panels that I was just like, wow. Um, there was the Batman panel. Um, we're kind of shooting around everything, so let's talk about the because we could probably talk about stuff for like the next couple of weeks on it because they separated it to two days um because it was supposed to be one 24-hour period and you would go to the um the hall of heroes and then you would go to another one which is funny they call it the hall of heroes because hall h at comic-con so you, again them trying to be funny um but they moved the tv to later in september so we'll be able to watch that differently and, that's, and i love the fact that they got to talk about tv let's talk about tv um they got to really dive in and talk about you know tv in a big way um because they went into each panel so i got to see the titans panel um we got to see um the flash panel so we got to see what they were looking at we know that they were right they were about 85 he said they were about 80 the showrunner said they were about 85 percent through um so when we get the next the season premiere it's going to be kind of a combination of you know moving the story along because they already knew where they were going so it's kind of good for that um, but the one panel that I really liked was DJ D nice and Estelle actually covered women talking about diversity and we got to talk to, which I don't lately writing, I'm only watching the flash and I'm trying to get into other shows, but they talked to, um, Anna Diop from teen Titans. Um, well from Titans, sorry. And they talked to the woman who plays, I don't know if she's, she played Blackfire, her sister. And they talked to her, they talked to Megan Oda from Shazam they talked to the, um, one of the, um, she's, I hate to say this, she's like the Asian actress that plays, I don't watch Black Thunder anymore, I mean, um, um, Blue, um, Black Lightning anymore, but she stars, um, in that, along with the daughter, the oldest daughter from that, um, and they had a woman, um, one of a very beautiful Muslim actress who plays on Legends of Tomorrow, so they really sat down and talked to them about diversity, and Candace Patton was there, and she was talking about how she felt, and they were each talking about, what they put into their role and how they see their role and what they hope for going forward and things like that. So I think that's a great way because they weren't, a lot of times you talk about race, especially when, when, when they talk to, you know, amazing black women and these amazing women of color, you know, from different, because one actress talks about how she, you know, her hero was, you know, her mom because her mom, you know, her, her mom, but her grandmother, because her grandmother came from Vietnam to here with 10 children and, you know, she, you know, made sure that, you know, she, they, you know, had support and everything. And then she went into being an actress and she felt that energy and felt that was helping her along. And, you know, the Muslim actress was talking about how, you know, she felt like, you know, thank goodness they were writing her. And they brought, when they brought her in, they brought in a Muslim act writer for the show. So they were very genuine about it and very powerful for her. So to see them talk about these things and to hear it come from a place of learning and, and so, because I know the, you know, me, I'm feeling great about it, but other people will be like, oh, they're just preaching. I don't think that's what they were doing. They were talking about their experiences, talking about what they want, talking about the changes they want to make it better for everyone. And I think it was a great opportunity for that. So I got to watch that because I did. And the reason why I'm so off on that, because I literally had walked out of the room. I was like, oh, there are going to be panels I really don't think about. So I didn't even look at the schedule. I just literally kept it on. And I come back and it's playing. I was like, this was an amazing thing to play for me. Um, so I got to learn a lot and actually got to see them in their roles because one of the girls who was on the panel is on Legends of Tomorrow and she plays Ast Aster, who is actually connected to John Constantine and he's on the show. So it's kind of, and he helped create like who she helped, like she was a part of like that whole, if you know his origin, there's a, 
instance where he tries to help a girl and he ends up getting a bunch of people killed and getting her sent to hell and her soul sent to hell and things like that and sends him on a really bad track. Um, she's in the show. So it was kind of like, okay, so did he say, so now I need to catch up because I'm like, okay, so did he run into her before all that happened and snatch her or does he have to put her back? Like, how does this all work? Like, time-wise, how does it work? Um, we got... <laughs> We got to, to we got to see the, the the rock the rock came Dwayne the Rock Johnson can you smell what the rock is cooking No I couldn't smell what the rock was cooking because he didn't bring anything but Boss Logic art like he always does and this is a funny thing is I'm saying this but I love it because I, I he really did a lot because Noah Centennial showed up talked about Adam Smasher they also revealed that Doctor Fate and Hot Girl are going to appear in the movie. Um, along with Cyclone, who were part of the JSA, which I talked to you about the JSA. I'm going to do an episode. We're going to just literally talk about nothing about the JSA. We're going to open and close it, nothing about the JSA. Um, but with Stargirl, you know, them taking that hit, going bigger. But we, again, we got art, and then we saw Centennial, and we saw The Rock. It didn't say anything else. So it was kind of funny, because you're like, you're not bringing, he told us we've been working on this for 10 years. What's funny is everybody came at Sonic and all of that and was like, oh my God, you know, Sonic needs to change his eyes. We have said nothing to The Rock in these 10 years. If he gives us one picture, we're happy. And he wasn't the only one. That was the funny part. It feels like this fame, like the Shazam family are giving us like little, but they're giving us like the best scoops because right after, because we got the, the Black Panther one, he was very thankful and he was very great. And he said, you know, their era is going to be very much more powerful and very different and dark than anything. So I'm super excited because, you know, we have Shazam 2 and then Black Adam. So I feel like this is going to be something that's going to work really, really well, especially bringing the JSA because there's rumor about Just League Dark coming. So that world is something I'm more versed to. By the way, you guys should watch Swamp Thing because it's coming and we're going to talk about it beforehand and you guys are going to love it because when I tell you about this series, you're going to like love it and it should come back and it should be around and it should always be here for us always um but yeah so we talked about that and then the shazam family came and we got to see their cast so we got to see pretty much the whole cast because adam brody popped up um zachary levi was there um even sinbad showed up and said he was not in shazam and not in kazam so y'all can stop that he said he ain't in neither but he's showing up in the sequel to shazam Yes, he is. He'll be there. Um, but they did really, they did the funny little skit. You have to look it up online. It's on YouTube. But they did this funny little thing where the young girl who played Darla was painting and she was colored. She's like, I'm going to go paint and you guys can do your own thing. And so they talked about it, everything like that. And they were like, well, we don't have anything for you because we really haven't done anything yet. Thanks to quarantine. She pulls up the picture as she's drawing a little unicorn and she's put Sinbad in there and it's Shazam and Fury of the Gods. So that's the new trailer, which I'm super excited because the setup that they have with the, there's some magic lands and things. So that would be fun to see those on the big screen. So I'm super excited about that. So there was a lot with DC fandom. Overall, I thought DC fandom did well. Um, Oh, I guess I'm bearing a leap. Batman was there. So Matt Reeves showed up. And he talked a lot. He talked about how he wanted the look to be different. How he created a series um, to go with the show that will come out before. Um, to kind of lead up to it. And it's Batman's first year. Because the, the movie will be, is officially been stated, it will be his second year. Um, and the TV show will be the first. 
and it will mostly be based on around Gotham and how Gotham is affected and how it is influenced by how it influenced Batman and how Batman influences it and how all that takes place and the movie is kind of like where we are now at this point that he's been Batman for about two years um it's based the movie is based on the long Halloween which is why you get characters like the Riddler, Catwoman, and Penguin. Now, in the book, there's a lot more involved. Um, I won't tell you every single rogue that's involved because that would kind of give you... Well, it doesn't really give you a clue. I mean, you have everyone from... I, want, I believe there was like Calendar Man, there was Joker, there was Poison Ivy, there was Two-Face, Penguin. So you've got all of them. So pretty much all of them were in there and they kind of were involved. And basically about a serial killer who kills people on holidays or special days. Like there's like a couple murders a month and you kind of go through it and you kind of see how it lines up. You kind of figure out who it was. So this is kind of a detective story more than it's just a Batman story. Even though there is a lot of stuff for Batman to do, there's a lot of stuff you have to figure out and you kind of go through the course. Um, but it's a great book and it was, it was a great graphic novel and it was done by Jeff Loeb. So I would suggest reading it before this. Um, and maybe also reading Gotham Central, because I think Gotham Central is a great book that kind of tells you how the Gotham Police Department handles being police in a city, downtrodden and running around with rogues like the Joker and with a hero like Batman. So that's kind of fun. But he showed, he told us that we had, he had only done 25% of the movie. They literally still have, what, 75% more to go. But he still showed us a trailer. And opinion-wise, most people are going to say it looks like um, Chris Nolan, which of course, Matt Reeves, if you don't know, he's pretty much a protege of Chris Nolan. You know, Chris Nolan helped, you know, I wouldn't say taught him, but kind of like he got, you know, kind of looked at him and got kind of ideas and moved around and created his own way um, with the things that he does. And you can see it in a lot of his movies, um, but you also see he has his own eye because if you've ever seen like Planet of the Apes, he has his own eye. But when you saw it, you kind of got it because there was one shot where they're driving and he's kind of in the car, like freaking out at someone behind him. It really reminds you of when the Joker, if you look in the movie where the Joker had his head stuck out the window and he was driving, literally those shots can be shot for shot, literal same shot. So that was like, oh, great. They're all going to think of Nolan. But I'm like, you have no idea. You do see Zoe, um, Zoe Kravitz in there, kind of with cat ears and that. You do see a um form of the penguin so Colin Farrell looks nothing like how he how he looks um and you you do see Robert Pattinson in the in the outfit and in you know in and out of the outfit um so you see everybody kind of in there I feel weird I felt weird because Batman showed up at the crime scene but then from what I hear he was at the crime scene in the book I haven't read it in a while so I'm gonna have to look back over it um you do see someone being killed there's a lot of mystery behind it so I'm super excited about what's coming. Um, there's a lot to it. I feel like there's going to be a great deal more than what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that there's going to be this, this there has to be more to it and I feel leading up to it. I personally, and everybody's mad at me, but I would love for the next, if they're doing a second one, the next would be the War of Jokes and Riddles. Um, and if you, if you don't read comic books or anything like that, that's great. That's fine. But what you need to know is this is a story you need. It's just a book. You can, it's a, it's a great, it's in the graphic novel form now. So you should pick it up and buy it if you can. I'll actually link it in the website to somewhere to like DC and the gist of what it is. But pretty much breaking down what it's about is basically in Batman's early years when he first runs into the Joker and the Riddler and 
the Riddler, the Joker's kind of already himself, but the Riddler kind of slowly is becoming who he is. And there's a battle between the two, and you never think about it. You never thought about it until someone actually wrote it down, jokes and riddles. But you see literally how they pit everything, and by the end, you literally have some of Gotham's biggest criminals, one on one side, one another. You have literally, like, Poison Ivy fighting people. You have the Riddler coming in, and they're killing random people, and they're literally, like... And what's funny is they're not even trying to fight over Batman. They're literally fighting each other, and you see Batman in the middle and see the ineptitude. You know, the ability not to really... You see Batman at his weakest. And I say that because a lot of times he's getting over. You know, he's going to get away from the criminal. This is an incident where these guys are at their peak. They're at their most dangerous because they've just been created. They want to make a name for themselves. And he doesn't know how to get it. How to stop them. How to, you know, this is his first time really meeting them. He's like, I've never seen the Riddler before. What are we getting into? So when you see it, it's, it's, it's something I would really, 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 really. And if I could break it out, I think what I'm going to do is probably reread it and give you guys kind of like a run on it. Cause it's, it's just amazing. But I'm super shocked about everything that's going on. You know, DC is doing really, really well. From what I heard, I just got a thing that they had, you know, easy, like 80, like what, 180. 80 million people or something like that um view it which is not bad at all for it to stay consistent for it not to really have any buffering problems I mean, there was a few that i had there I had a couple of restarts that i need to do but overall it was pretty much a good experience um so separating it was a was a really 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 good idea um i think you know that's an amazing thing and what's funny is that's great for them because you know just drop a little two but you didn't notice any problems being they just fired 800 people so dc good 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 on you um i guess you didn't fire whoever was doing the uh tech support um because we do know that you know they let go of 800 people they let them go and some of those 800 people were right on our screens but they are good we're waiting for tv we're waiting for more details on the games we got gotham knights coming um we got suicide kills. You know what? That's what we need to talk about. So we got the gist of who's in Suicide Squad. I haven't figured out if I'm going to see this movie yet or not. Just for personal reasons. But the cast looks good. Like overall they have a big cast. And they've thrown in people from. What is it? Rat. Rat Keeper 2. They have John Cena in it. They have Idris Elba. They have Boomerang is back. Harlequin is back. So they have some really great things. But yeah, they have Suicide Kills Justice League. New game. I heard a new Gotham game is coming. So they got a bunch of stuff coming up. Um, I feel like it's going to be a big year for DC. Um, this is a year to make a break, especially the Snyder Cut coming. Because we got some information on that. We know the Snyder Cut's going to be four hours long. They're trying to make a black and white version. They're trying to put it out on TV. Um... Snyder's working hard on that. As long as that old couple ain't in there, we're good. Um, we'll give it a gist. We're going to give it a look. That's coming in 2021 also. Um, and it's some big things. I'm super excited for DC. It's, you know, they've got some big things coming. Um, and hopefully that's going to be the gist of it. Um, I'm curious if you guys, if any of you guys watched. Like, if, like, did you watch the fandom? Like, what did you guys get from it? I know what I took from it. I know today's a short episode, but we wanted to, you know, talk about DC fandom. We wanted to devote some time to it. Um, because literally I didn't know what to think. I thought when they called it a fandom, you're gonna get in, just log to a website, be good. Um, they literally went out and created like a little dome. They had a video moving around, they brought in cosplay, um, they even brought in things. They were like little um 
cartoons like that a cartoon of Terry McGinnis as Batman Beyond in the old um his his Bruce Wayne talking about Batman 66 and talking about like how ridiculous they were and then we had the claymations come back and all that so DC really tried to get into it and even tried to create like a thing where you know you experienced it so I'm curious how you guys felt about it um let me know I'm on Twitter at Pa of Kyle um, you can email me at westborneeastbread.com. I would love to hear your opinions, love to hear your questions, any topics that you guys want to hear about. That'd be awesome. Um, but it was a fun experience and I cannot wait for the next part because I think that's more what I'm looking at as the TV shows. I'm going to hear more about Titans, more about Doom Patrol. I hope we get Doom Patrol season three because I'm just getting to that. Um, and excited to see, you know, learn what the next crossover may be. Um, so thank you so much for this and we'll hit you up next week and we're going to talk about Lovecraft Country we're going to be talking about anime so I can't wait to like get the gist on what you guys are thinking about anime because I will be watching a bit of it so let's get in on the convo and thank you